Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace, and they're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie's helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. My latest project, tree trimming for our phone lines into the radio show. I mean, any home improvement you need, Angie can help you find the best price for your project. Angie lets you request and compare quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. Angie has cost guides that tell you what others have paid for similar projects, both nationally and in your area. Get started at Angie.com, that's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. The app and the website is free to use. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Hi, Dr. Doom. Good morning. Good morning, Stephanie and crew. Hello. Hi. So I'm flying right after the show, and I have to tell you, I'm, as you know, I've had COVID, and I've been triple-vaxxed, and I'm still nervous because of all the people that are, you know, as we've been talking about for a year now, unvaccinated in the midst of this Delta variant, which is so highly transmissible. And I I get it that I'm more protected probably than most people, but I also have PTSD from getting it last holiday season when I traveled to see my mom and I don't want to get it again. But I, I, you know, I just wonder, you saw Secretary Buttigieg said that they are, he was asked, why aren't vaccinated? Why is not vaccination required to fly? And, you know, he basically just said we, the masking and they think they have other blah, blah, blah. But I, I could not disagree more. What, what do you think about that? I, I agree with you. I think uh, at this point, it's time to start requiring uh, vaccinations wherever and whenever we can, including, you know, the, the federal government's got a lot of control over uh, over flying uh, the whole uh, industry. And uh, they could easily institute a vaccine requirement and that would actually put a lot of people in the position of if you want to go wherever it is you want to go you got to go get those shots and that would make everybody people like you who are vaccinated need to go someplace it would give you a level of comfort and it's incredible to me that they won't do that yeah they should do that i yeah i i don't get it how they can require it for international travel and people coming into the united states but not domestically is it just political is it fear of this you know the idiot right-wing backlash that would that would obviously ensue well that might be a little bit of it but what they're going to get is a tremendous amount of pushback just in general from industries which is happening now you know that in january uh, the new rule is going to be instituted by the president, by the White House, that will require any employer with more than 100 uh, employees to have a vaccine mandate in place. And there's going to be tremendous number of legal challenges to that from some businesses and from some states and so on. So this is not, it's not easy. It's not easy for the federal government to institute a policy like this yeah. and it's not just the right wings it's the it's the people who don't want to 
be told to get vaccinated. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, the so numbers are so clear. You saw this latest thing, of course, from the CDC. The risk of dying from COVID is 14 times higher for unvaccinated people than it is for fully vaccinated people, according to new data. I mean, it's just I you're running out of things to say to people that choose to remain unvaccinated. And yeah. I mean, for instance, people like Jim Jordan, we have like Republican congressman who didn't divulge to anybody that he had COVID. You know, which is he makes the case exactly why there need to be mask mandates, because he apparently had it this summer and didn't disclose it to anybody. And this is what I'm afraid of. I'm going to be in an airport and on a plane today with people that didn't have to be tested, don't have to be vaccinated, could have COVID and know it or not know it. Right. Right. But you uh, you had vaccine and you had the natural disease. So your level of antibody should be really high and protective. But the other thing, uh, Steph, is for everybody to be very serious about masking yeah, and to be, uh, you know, careful and leave the masks off for the entire flight, maybe take it off very uh, quickly to, to, to get something to eat and bringing your own food on the plane. I mean, there are yeah. things you can do to make sure that you in particular, yep. you personally are safe. And I think that's what we're seeing a lot of people oh, trying to do. I'm such a freak. I bring my food for the whole week. I'm so yeah. persnickety. But last time, and I'm you not do? making this Seriously? up. Yes, I do. <laughs> I'm not making this up. Last time, the guy sitting next to me on the plane had a motorcycle helmet on and no mask. The mask was on his chin, but he did have a motorcycle helmet on. So that's... Okay. Um, So did you hear seven from this anti-vax doctors COVID conference fell sick within days to hear the fringe doctors who gathered at an equine facility? Because, of course, (laughs) for the Florida COVID summit earlier this month, ivermectin is as effective against the virus in humans as it is against worms and horses. I've been on ivermectin for 16 months. My wife and I said, Dr. Bruce Boros, I've never felt healthier in my life. Two days later, the 71 year old cardiologist fell ill. With COVID. I know I was going to to leave you in suspense for a minute. Um, Six others um, also tested positive or developed COVID symptoms within days of the conference. uh, People are considering it it was a super spreader event. I I know it's fringe, Doc, but what do you make of these doctors that that are, are, are spreading this nonsense? Yeah, well, what doctors don't have immunity to is stupidity. Yeah. and ignorance and political extremism and there's plenty of doctors in the field who fit one of those categories you know and it's uh it's embarrassing as a physician to uh acknowledge that but the fact of the matter is you just because you get an md it doesn't mean that you have some kind of uh, stupidity antibody we should so. un- <laughs> we should understand that because i'm a radio host and so is alex jones so <laughs> you know i know you can't be responsible for everyone in your profession but yeah i mean you it's can. not it's funny part of it boros remains seriously ill at his key west home he's uh how he's faring remains the question of why he became seriously ill in the first place if ivermectin is the wonder drug the anti-vaccine crowd claims it is i mean the problem is this probably will have no effect the guy that was touting the ivermectin and now is sick and could die with COVID. I mean, it doesn't seem to affect them that, that like he's just disproven their whole point. Right. You know, ideological and conspiracy based beliefs like religion, basically, are very, very hard to break. And I don't care what profession you are, or what your IQ is. There are people who just get fixated on a point of view and they're not going to change and it is it's terribly frustrating especially since we know that this this pandemic is not going away anytime soon 
and the cure really is going to be getting vaccinated. Yeah. And by the way, we're not even talking about a booster shot. And we're just talking about this is a it's a three vaccine series. In other words, it's it's not a it's not a luxury add on here. This is getting that third shot is part of what we do to keep us all safe uh, from COVID-19. So, I mean, we've got so many messages that are out there, too. That's the other thing, Steph. It's it's exhausting for people who are working in the field. And we, the general public. Yeah. and we have not, unfortunately, the vaccines have not outrun the variant. The variant has outrun the vaccines. Sometimes Louise and I just crave a restaurant quality dinner at home without doing all the work or driving. Well, Cook Unity is the first chef to you service delivering locally sourced meals from award-winning chefs right to your door every week. And it appears to be less expensive than other delivery options. Go to cookunity.com slash Hartman with two N's or enter the code Hartman, the two ends, before checking out for 50% off your first week. We just received our first meals from Cook Unity, and what a huge difference it is to get the best chefs in the country to bring creative, delicious meals to us and you every week. Every meal is handcrafted by chefs and made in local micro kitchens, not large production facilities. We just had the chipotle maple glazed salmon with green beans and mango pico de gallo. It had everything we love in a meal. They have all sorts of options like vegan, paleo, pescatarian, gluten-free, and more. Menus are posted two weeks in advance, so you have plenty of time to choose. Experience chef-quality meals every week delivered right to your door. Go to cookunity.com slash Hartman, with two N's, or enter the code Hartman, with two N's, before checking out for 50% off your first week. That's 50% off your first week by using the code Hartman or going to cookunity.com slash Hartman. You, you just said something incredibly depressing and doomy before we got on air. <laughs> you said you think we're going to be dealing with this for how much longer? Two or three years. I live in hell! Uh, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's, uh, it's going to be a long haul. And the reason is, there's a couple of reasons. One is vaccine resistance. And the other is, in places where there are low vaccines, and even more so, that's the case in places like Africa and Southeast Asia. There you have the virus running rampant, mutating like it was going out of style, and eventually those mutations will uh, get to you know, Europe and to the United States. And the big fear, I, I just want to put a cap around this doominess because it's true, the big fear is that there will be a mutation that is resistant to vaccines. Yeah. And that is something we're going to, you know, people are keeping an eye on. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, we got to be, we got to be serious about what we're going to do to protect ourselves. Yeah. This goes for the vaccinated as well as the non vaxxed Sadly, you are always right. You were the one that told us, just go ahead and get the booster <laughs> before. And we were, you know, uh, we already went ahead and did that, you know, because we felt like, look, we work in a yeah. work situation that, we wanted yeah. so you know i think that it's great that you know and then states obviously got ahead of really the fda yeah. cdc so i'm glad they finally you know clarified it because it just it seems like i mean dr fauci is saying right now fully vaccinated is still considered the two mrnas or but i i, I feel like clearly it's going to change it's great you're fully vaccinated is really going to mean with the booster isn't it that's exactly the case it's correct uh, the problem is we have so many people who haven't gotten shot number one right. that talking about shot number three 
is like I said, it, it is exhausting, and you know you don't know where to how to how to put those messages out. If you're the federal government, your focus still needs to be on people who are not vaccinated to get their first series, yeah. the original two. Yeah, everyone else needs the three, and we're still working on getting the children uh, vaccinated. Yeah. So. And, you know, can you imagine being the in charge of COVID messaging in the White House? It just, yeah. you know, you're constantly pulling your hair out. And, Doc, I thought of you um, with, uh, you know, comments the vice president uh, made yesterday and also that the work you've been doing with SHARE to get people in underserved communities vaccinated. There was a great piece in The the Root yesterday, the COVID-19 vaccine reality no one's talking about, and it's in black and brown communities. And it talks about one man in particular that got COVID and didn't make it. He was 61 years old. He was black. He was unvaccinated. Uh, this sad story reverberates across America. He was not unvaccinated by choice. He was unvaccinated by circumstance. His wife got her COVID vaccine through her job in public transportation. He was a contractor on the south side of Chicago, faced significant barriers to getting his COVID vaccine, including a lack of transportation, access to care, the ability to take time off work. Um and so that's what, you know, this whole story was about. Despite the widespread availability of vaccine, many still have difficulty accessing them through no fault of their own. A fact that remains especially true in the black and brown communities. So that, I mean, so yeah. you're right. And those are people that haven't even had one shot yet, correct? Right. And, and by the way, it's crazy. It's, and it's, it's alarming that we are not able to assure availability of vaccine in every single community every block in america it should be as easy as buying the morning newspaper that you just walk into some place and get a vaccine and theoretically the drug the drugstore chains were supposed to be uh, providing that but in some communities like you said it is just not working you know, they have a special division. And that's that's white COVID privilege. Uh, that's white that privilege too. going, why don't you just go to your doctor right. or go to the CVS or whatever? And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I mean, this yeah. story real quick says policies that allow for time off school or work to get vaccinated, mobile vaccination sites that bring vaccines to uh, black and brown communities are a good way to start. In the meantime, it remains essential the healthcare community remain aware of the disparities that persist. And that's, Correct. again, part of the work you've been doing, right? Exactly. And... Um, you know, it's just a, it's just a shame. And, you know, the thing is that Cher has been fantastic in helping to make that happen. But at the end of the day, it's going to take government to eliminate some of those barriers and make access to vaccine absolutely ubiquitous and easy and free. And yeah. if we don't do that, we're going to have these lingering problems in the communities that are the most vulnerable. It's it's kind of sickening. Can I just say, you, yes, you and Cher are doing fantastic work, and thank you for that. We had Soledad O'Brien on yesterday, and I loved, she retweeted someone that said, Vice President Kamala Harris to announce historic $1.5 billion investment to help grow and diversify the nation's health care workforce, bolster e- equitable health care, the stuff we're just talking about. And Soledad yeah. said, oh, huh, health care, this seems important. I wonder if it'll get the same focus that an alleged narrative of a feud will get well the media is going to you know focus on an imaginary feud between harris and and, uh biden rather than saying look what she just announced to bring parity in terms of you know healthcare and vaccinations in the the black community yeah so yeah yeah, i mean she's been put in a in a kind of a terribly difficult situation again through no fault of her own she's she's a brilliant leader and has got a lot of ability to make things happen and the media keeps characterizing her somehow in a in a kind of a blood feud with the president of the united states which is absurd 
And, uh, you know, just frustrating. Who needs that now? You yeah, know, we've got exactly. some clear, real problems to deal with. So thankful for you, Doc. Everybody says how thankful you are that you've literally yep. uh, helped them and saved lives. Um, so thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, Vax up, max, mask up for Dr. Red Leonard this Thanksgiving. Yes. Thanks so much, honey. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye, you too. Bye, guys. All right. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye.